All right, here we are once again. We are back. Oh my goodness. How's it going? It's 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 good. I yeah. mean, it feels like it's been such a long time. It has been. We haven't recorded one in, in, in a while now. We took a little break there over the holidays and everything, so... Right, but... But like at the same time, it never kind of leaves you, you know, because we're consistently <laughs> thinking about this. Like, right. This is our lives. Like it's, this is, you know, it's yeah. connected to all that we do, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's I mean, it feels it feels like it's been a long time. But at the same time, it feels like, oh, wow, I've I've, I've been meditating on this. And right, right. Praying on this <laughs> right. and talking to people about this. Right. So, like, I hate that. I, there's been so many times recently where I go. Oh yeah, we just talked about it on their podcast, and right. I'm like, that sounds like such a shameless plug, and it's not. Yeah. It's just it's on our hearts and minds, right. and so we're like, it's just right there, and it just seems to line up with so many conversations that I've had. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that's where <laughs> it comes from, right? Like that's how this happens. We sit down and we're like, okay, what are people um, coming to us about? What are we, you know, what do we feel like the Holy Spirit is trying to guide our yeah. our, our generation or this congregation um, in, or what do we see in the world? And that's yeah. what this is. Yeah, you know? yeah. These are born out of just our observations, conversations we have with a lot of different people and right. just, and you know, the culture at large seeing yeah. where we're at and what's, what's kind of in the zeitgeist, so to speak. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so it's good to be back. We have, um, a fun, interesting topic today. It's yeah. a change of pace from kind of where we've been, uh, previously. So, yeah. um, you know, this is, this is a topic we've been kicking around for a while. We're like, yeah, we should talk about this at some point. I don't know, you know, where it fits right. or if it goes in a series or right. whatever. And we're just like, you know what, let's just talk about it. Yeah. Um, and so today we're going to explore the idea as parents, um, what it means to, to keep our kids safe and feeling safe and secure. Um, cause that's like parenting one-on-one. That's right. what we're supposed to do. Right. Um, and that's, uh challenging yeah. <laughs> as as we all know um and as we'll talk about today like there's a there's a lot of things that, that complicate that um but the reality is you know as a parent i know I've, you know i've got four kids and um i've seen this play out over and over again that the kids need to feel safe they need to feel right. a sense of security a sense of um predictability of here's what can i what i can expect and here's how things are going to go um and and when that doesn't happen all sorts of problems can come out yes and as i know um i'm not a parent but like (laughs) everything i deal with is almost always wrapped up in their feelings it's about (laughs) what what, like how are you feeling today or how are you feeling now or how how does this make you feel you know like how you feel dramatically impacts um what's going on in their lives or what direction they go and a lot of that is tied to again what's going on in their lives like you know um which is always changing Uh, Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's the only constant anymore is that things keep changing and with quickening pace it seems like Mm -hmm. um and and, you know it's it's interesting because in one sense kids are very they're flexible they're they they can roll with the punches pretty well Mm -hmm. um kids are very adaptable to new environments sometimes more so than adults are I mean, right. we get old and set in our ways and, stuff. and so <laughs> yeah. for kids they can adapt and so it's easy to forget that mm-hmm. uh, while they can do that a lot of times that's less than ideal and developmentally especially you know you know it's, it's different at different ages but developmentally all along the way kids do much better with a sense of security in their lives, a sense of that, uh, that predictability and right. knowing what to expect. And, and I feel safe and, and I know things are going to be okay. Yes. Just if they have that sense of, 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 of themselves, then everything else seems so much better. And when they don't have that, it can cause a myriad of problems in, in their lives and in, <laughs> in the world around them at yeah. large. Yeah. And unfortunately we don't, we don't realize that right away. Yeah. You know, like a lot of times it takes an outside source to say, Hey, uh, that doesn't just happen. <laughs> you know? It's not just a phase. <laughs> right, right. I mean, sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, it, when, when you're talking about teenagers, you know, like there are mood swings, right? Like sometimes, oh sometimes that, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. That might be I've a thing. i noticed that. Right, noticed that. exactly, exactly. But um, there are a lot of times, um, especially when you're talking about kids and whatnot, yeah. you know, um, where it's tied to real things. Yeah. Like there are really... There's something, there's something in the essence of why mm-hmm. they're responding the way they're responding. Yeah. You know? I think that's something as parents that we need to, to look out for and um, slow down and notice because a lot of times we see those things in our, in our kids, we see those behaviors and those changes and we just think, you know, knock it off. <laughs> right. It can be our, our initial response and we don't realize it might be tied to 
um, these feelings of, are they feeling unsafe, insecure? Um, are they dealing with some of this stuff? And so um, what we want to start off and do today is just kind of talk through what it can look like when a, when a child does not feel safe and secure for yes. whatever reason. We'll get into that later. But um, we just, we want to point out that there's some things, some kind of external symptoms that as parents, especially we can look at our kids and, and if we see some of these things, we can think maybe, maybe there's more going on. This is more than just a surface level issue. Um, right. One of the big ones is just anxiety. Um, that's, <laughs> that's difficult because man, anxiety seems like an epidemic in and of itself now. Yes, like yes, there's so many people, so many teens, so many kids, mm -hmm. childhood anxiety is through the roof. And so it's very easy to, to kind of not write it off, but just right. say like, you know, yeah, that's where kids are. Right. Well, okay. But mm -hmm. there's also probably a reason. So if you see anxiety in a child, you can not be certain, but my guess would be there, there's some some uncertainty that they're feeling, some lack of security that they're dealing with right. that you can help them address and, and figure out together. Yeah. And that's not always easy. Again, you don't no. figure that out on your own. Um, and sometimes you don't even realize that it is anxiety. Mm -hmm. You know, like their the reactions to things are just different. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. The, 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 you know, it, it's so subtle mm -hmm. or maybe it's not subtle and you're, <laughs> it causes you to be confused. And you don't realize it's coming from this anxious yeah, heart. For sure. Um, you know, when, when you see a child that starts to be more aggressive. Right. Um, you know, they just, you know, it seems out of character for them. And, mm -hmm. and why are you so angry? Well, maybe it's not anger. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's that lack of security. And so that, yeah. that's one of the symptoms. That, you know, if you see mm -hmm. a child that's just becoming more aggressive and, you know, in a younger child that can be biting. Like, you know, if you see a preschooler that's biting, right. you know, sometimes that's a, oh, it's a phase thing. But right. a lot of times that's a sign that they are dealing with some type of inner turmoil, mm -hmm. lack of security somehow. And they're not going to be able to verbalize that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's a good indicator that something may be going on. And, you know, obviously as you get older, you see, you know, kids can get more aggressive and right. they can have the bullying mentality, whether that's physical bullying mm -hmm. or just more, um, <laughs> pointed with their words, more aggressive with their speech right. and their tone of voice and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it can be a, a lot of different ways where aggression can come out where it's actually tied to anxiety and, you know, lack of security. Yeah. Yeah. And what we, what we hope doesn't happen is we, that parents don't tie it to their identity. Yeah. Like this is just what they do. Yeah. Or this is, yeah. or I just have an angry kid. Right. Yeah. 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 He's just always angry. Um, no, there's a root to that. You know, even scripture points that out, you know, yeah. it states and there's always a root to why, you know, the fruit that you're getting is what you're getting. You know, there's something going on. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, especially anger specifically. Anger and just, and, and just that ag aggressive behavior. And it's, you know, that can get lost because we seem to live in a very aggressive world now more so like we have more mm -hmm. voices that are shouting instead of talking and it, there's just more aggression around us. And right. so we can, um, we can just kind of generalize and say, oh, just the world is more that way now. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't minimize the fact that, that our child might be dealing with something specific that we as parents yeah. want to address somehow. Yeah. Um, so that can definitely be there. Um, yeah. An inability to focus mm -hmm. is another one. If, if your child is, I mean, come on, most <laughs> kids aren't great at <laughs> focusing. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, they're not. Uh, have you, have you picked up on that, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, I got to like think about that consistently through like, as I'm plotting out my teaching, it's like, <laughs> where is their focus level uh -huh. at this moment? Do based... something different like every two minutes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Haven't made enough noise. Right. Like, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so that, it's hard. But, but uh, you know, especially as a parent, if you notice the shift, mm -hmm. a, a pretty abrupt shift where, you know, they right. were never great at focusing, but man, something like what's going on? Right. They're just all over the place. Yeah. And this is another one where it's like, just, can you just sit down and work on this, please? Like mm -hmm. I, I, you are just all over the place. That's frustrating as a parent. Yeah. You know, speaking as a parent who we homeschool <laughs> and that can be like a focus is, right. is something, well, we talk about it a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, but if you notice that shift of, okay, they had been doing okay. And, and here's kind of the equilibrium that we had. And, and now it's, wow, it's just, it, it changed. It just, it just moved. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a, that's a sign that they can be dealing with some 
um, some stress, some anxiety, some, some lack of safety, you know, internally. Yeah. Um, that can be a, a sign of that for sure. Yeah. A lot of this, I mean, it kind of points back to like, okay, you feel like you're taking steps forward. They're growing up. And then all of a sudden there's a wall, Yeah, you know, like a wall that's causing them to go backwards. Yeah. yeah. You know, absolutely. Regression is, right. is, is a huge sign. Yes. Um, when your child regresses, when you, right. man, we were out of diapers and <laughs> all of a sudden, what's this? Yes. Like we're wetting the bed a lot. What's yes. going on there? Yeah. Um, that's a know, real thing. It, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you can have eight, nine, 10, 11 year olds that all of a sudden start wetting the bed. Oh yeah. Um, that's not unheard of. And it's in fact, not. that's much more common than I would say a lot of, a lot of people realize. Yeah. Um, and that is a, a Man, that's a big indicator of yeah. anytime you see regression of that level where it's bad wedding or if they're throwing tantrums mm-hmm. and, you know, in, in your mind, you're going like, why are you all of a sudden four years old again? You right. Know, like w- when you catch yourself noticing that, thinking that way, um, some alarm bells should be going off going like something's here. Yeah. There's, there's something internally going on. This is not random. This is not eh, just mood swings. Like you mentioned, like yeah. th- there's, there's something that I need to to wait into and figure yeah. out. Yeah, and definitely points to like this this <laughs> sense of fear, you know, this sense of like, oh no. Yeah. My 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 world has shifted. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the anxiety, you know, but then the, the aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I have to fight to get my safety back, you know, mm-hmm. like fight to 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 do something about this. The lack of focus because you're consistently looking for mm-hmm. what's coming next mm-hmm. to that is going to make you unstable, which is what that's, this is pointing towards. But then the regression, you know, like just, oh my gosh. And th- these are things you don't always realize right away, um, especially the bedwetting. Um, like they're aware of themselves still. Yeah. And so like, they're not going to tell you no. that this is happening. You have to be mindful. Yeah. You have to know your child. Like if you if, if all of a sudden your student wants to do their laundry, yeah, yeah. You know, like they, there's something up there. Yeah. Maybe it's not this, but maybe it right. is. Don't assume it is. Don't assume it's not. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You know, um, that's, that's random. But if, if all of a sudden they want to do their laundry and they really want to do things themselves, mm-hmm. they're seeking control. Something has changed. Yeah. Something has changed. Um, and it could be tied to a feeling of unsafety. Yeah. An unsettledness. Right. Well, yeah. you know, when, when, as humans, when we feel threatened, yeah. this is, you know, psychology i mean this this goes it's proven over and over and over again when we feel threatened or or whatever we have basically three different responses that we could go to and right. that's fight right run mm-hmm. hide yes those are the three things and so i mean with these things that we're talking about they all kind of fit into one of these categories whether that's it's true. aggression or you know if if it is regression it's they're psychologically moving back to a time when they felt safer. Yes. It's, 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 I mean, that's a, that's a massive oversimplification, yes. but that's really what's going on. If right. you see a child that's sucking their thumb, well, that's a, it's a pacifier. That's, right. It's making them go back and, and do things that uh, I know this made me feel secure at yes. some point, And so I'm doing this. They have no way to verbalize that. They don't know that's why they're doing that. Yeah. Um, with a lot of these things, they won't know why they're doing these things. Um, but that's usually how it works. Um, and, and 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 we can't expect them to know why. Like if your child is right. wetting the bed or something like that, they won't know. Like, oh yeah, I'm feeling some things that I'm. This is what's. Ha-. They have no idea. They they think they're messed up. Yeah. They think there's something wrong with me, which can only <laughs> that will deepen whatever issue is already right. there to begin or with. Or sometimes they don't even realize it. It's just a reaction. Yeah. You know, I've I've seen some of these symptoms. I won't say what or whatever, but you know, I've seen some of these symptoms in students where they're just like they're reacting to something, which is what happens when you're unsafe. Yeah. You know, like when you're unsafe, you just react. Yeah. You know, all, all the things that you said are mm-hmm. just reactions. It's an internal response. Right. Yeah. It's an internal, it's not something, you know, it, it's, it's not something you choose to do. It's something you just naturally do mm-hmm. that makes you feel safe. Yep. You know, um, and, and that's what happens is it's just a reaction. Yeah. Um, they, they react in a way that makes them feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it doesn't look like bedwetting or maybe it doesn't look like, you know, um, you know, sucking on your thumb again, you know, right. maybe, maybe all of a sudden they want to do something that provides them comfort that, you know, they have, haven't done since they were little, mm-hmm. you know, that was, you know, something, something that brings them back to a time that is not now, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. um, that 
you know, was a time that was safe, you know, mm-hmm. a time, you know, so. Yeah. So it's, a, and it's important as parents that we just are aware that when we see changes that we might, we don't assume it's, it's, you know, right. the worst, but we don't assume that it's just, oh, it's just a phase or they're just growing up or it's just a hormonal change or whatever. It could be, but yeah. it could also be one of these things. Cause there's, like I said, there's a lot of signs and there, none of them are for sure indicators right. of any one thing, but they can all be indicators of anxiety. And we, I mean, we didn't even talk about like there's, there's sleep difficulties. So if all of a sudden yeah. your child's having a hard time sleeping or falling asleep, staying asleep, or they're having nightmares, mm-hmm. um, it can lead to like digestive issues. So if they're right. having like stomach, serious stomach mm-hmm. issues, that can that can not necessarily be a physical thing. It's yeah. just a, it's a manifestation of that. Um, if they're wanting to isolate themselves, they used to be much more outgoing and they just seem to be wanting alone time more and yeah. more and more. Like these are all things that could be a sign that our kids feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, and this impacts every area of their life, their relationships, their schoolwork, I mean, all sorts of stuff. And mm-hmm. so, you know, kind of all that to say, as parents, like we know that we're supposed to keep our kids safe. That's how we feel. Like we have that very strong urge from like when they're born, it's that overwhelming sense of I will do anything to keep my kid from harm. That's like hardwired into me forever. And so we know we want to, we know that's our job and we know how important it is um, because of how it can affect their lives when they don't feel safe. Right. And the, the issue is that when parents tell me that my response is, but you can't. <laughs> what do you mean by that, John? It's like this world is not that. You know, the, the, this world is not always a safe place. This no, is not a real thing. That's, that's, the, that's the tension, right? Is that as a parent, I know I'm supposed to. And then I look at the world that, that they're growing up in. I'm going, okay, how am I supposed to make that happen? Because right. this, this place is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, okay, just, just think, okay, let's, let's go back two years. Mm-hmm. Let's begin- not. Let's, well, no, I, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> maybe three. Let's go back three. Uh, no, yeah. but going back to the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Now think back. I mean, now it's like, it seems not normal, but just we're so used to it that right. it doesn't even, it's not even weird anymore. Yeah. But stop and think about when we first started talking about shelter in place. And flatten the curve and, you know, quarantine. These were very new phrases for us, you know, in, was it February, March of 2020? Um, And all of a sudden, kids were going to school. They had that pattern. They go to school. They see their friends. They know how that works. They have this teacher. They have this homework. They know what tests are like. Like they have all of that semblance of balance and they just know what it, what it works. And then one day, literally one One day day. it's, nope, you're not going to school now. You're coming, you're doing it home and Mm -hmm. uh, we'll figure out uh, there's Zoom or something. We'll figure out how that's going to work. And it was like a while before some kids to actually face to face and by face to face, I mean screen to screen. Right. See their friends, their schoolmates, their teachers. Like it was all kind of suddenly ripped from them. Right. And then it was okay, but it's going to be temporary, and you'll go back relatively soon. And then it was, oh, it's going to be a while longer. Right. Oh, we're going to go ahead and finish the school year out that way. But we'll be back in the fall. And then mm-hmm. fall's creeping up, and there was a lot of uncertainty. Of like, no, no, looks like we might start uh, school at home first, and then maybe get to like it would just. It kept shifting, right? right? And 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 you know, throughout that time, there were it wasn't just for them. They all of a sudden, like their parents that have jobs, are now home, right? And doing that job from home. And if I'm, you know, a seven year old kid, I'm I might be thinking, Art, do you work now? Because yeah. I know you used to go to this place, and that's what work was. And now right. you're here, and you're saying you still have a job, but you're here. That doesn't make sense to me. And mm-hmm. so. Like everything shifted on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, just look at the terms. You stated all these terms that were not just new to this kids, right? New to everyone, <laughs> right? These are like not everyone knew what they were, and no. now we're all like just at that level. We're all on the same playing field. Yeah, you know. And then you you start hearing that things are going to go one way, and and, every, then, they and then they don't. <laughs> and then someone says another thing, and it doesn't go that way. Yeah. And then you know, and then um, now everything's being disproven right. in the right. media. Everyone's being disproven. Yeah, yeah. No one knows. Yeah, I was where gonna say, good thing what. that's over. We know what to expect now, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Right. Like you know. And My then, goodness. Yeah. Who? Who's right? Yeah. Well, and like, and and the experts are 
shifting what they're saying and, right. and, and that that removes that sense of predictability of even the people that I'm supposed to be listening to for advice are are seemingly trying to figure it out as they go. And that's, yes. that's unsettling. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as a kid going through all of that and having no frame of reference, I, I remember um, it was, I want to say like March or April. So we had been sheltering in place for mm-hmm. like a week, week and a half, two weeks, somewhere in there. And um, one of my kids, um, he was exhibiting signs of anxiety and stress and is just my life now like is this just how it's going to be because right. they have no way to know that it's not mm-hmm. um and so i remember taking him like hey let's go to the store like mm-hmm. i know i'm not supposed to but i'm taking you out of the house right we're going to drive you're going to see that there's traffic yeah. there's other people like life it's the world perfect. is still happening mm-hmm. like this is not um i think in his mind he was picturing like a ghost town like there's literally nothing going on right. outside in the world and it wasn't that and so but but he didn't he didn't know that he no. had this mental image of what he thought was you know what was happening out there now but he had no way of knowing right um and so a lot of kids dealt with anxiety anxiety crept up like crazy throughout yeah. the course of the of the pandemic especially and, when it was shelter in place and those kind of things and most of most of the most of my students, uh, I assume kids now too, but most of my students, what they ended up doing when they, you know, felt anxious or whatever, what do they do? Well, they talk to their friends. <laughs> yeah. And in hopes that things would be different with them. Right. But it's not. It's not. Yeah. You know, their parents are at home too. Yeah. You know, and they're dealing with the same things. Right. You know, and so they can't escape this. Mm-hmm. There's no way, nowhere they can go, no, no one they can go to to get. Advice. Where, where's or, that? Where's that piece of normal I'm looking for? Exactly. It's nowhere. It's nowhere. And yeah. we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same camp. Yeah. Um. No one knows what to do or how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know. And um. Whenever something is recommended, or we say things are going to go a certain way, it's proven wrong. Right. Almost. And that almost makes it worse in the sense right. of anxiety. Yeah. It makes that worse. Of like, okay, now I have this thing that I thought I could count on, and that got ripped away too. Right. Um, and it keeps happening over and over. So what I, what I learned as a kid is I can't really count on anything. No, no. Especially like if my parents are getting it wrong too. Mm-hmm. The, the smart people in my life, the right. ones that are supposed to have the answers. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't know. Yep. You know, and then the people that they go to, mm-hmm. they don't know either. <laughs> right. Well, and that's, so that's, that's the reality is we can't, like we couldn't protect them from that. There no. was that was unavoidable, and right. and that wasn't the only thing. I mean, that's an easy example from our recent history slash mm-hmm. present. Um, but there's, I mean, that's always been the case. Like right. kids have always picked up on the fact that this world isn't necessarily a safe place. They overhear mm-hmm. news, and they, you know, they see our Facebook feed, and as we're scrolling through and seeing some of the news items that come across, they talk to other kids at school and hear all sorts of interesting stories about what what's happening in the world right. today. Um, and the reality is that just the world is not safe. It's not just a pandemic. It's, it's, there's a lot of things out there that can cause a child to feel insecure. And that yeah. can be a pandemic. That can be just, I mean, the fact that our, these kids are growing up in a post, they were born in a post 9-11 world. Right. Um, and if you look at the series of events that have happened since then, and it's been regular, um, there's just, there's, you know, school shootings and there's all mm-hmm. sorts of things that um, what they're learning is these things happen with regularity and so that means they could happen to me um and i now i have kind of always under this constant threat of something right being the, crazy one of the only things that's consistent is danger yep in the world yep you know well and it's not and and also so you know talking about things that can make our our kids feel insecure unsafe and it's you know it's a lot of these external things it's the right. world around us it's the school shootings that they have to practice for now right. i mean can we stop like how, right. oh my gosh how yeah. crazy is that yeah. um but just even internally even e- their own kind of our our, our somewhat insular family lives or their little worlds mm-hmm. um there's a lot there that can cause them to to have these same issues and just inconsistency there mm-hmm. if, if their life is up and down if um you know, as, as a parent, if my work schedule is always changing and always shifting and I work evenings, but I work mornings and right. they're not always, they're not, nev- you know, they're never sure when mm-hmm. what that's going to look like. They don't, they don't know what to expect. And that right. can, that can trigger senses of, you know, insecurity, mm-hmm. um, any life changes that they're going through. Right. So, you know, if there's a divorce or mm-hmm. a death in the family or, you know, Hey kids, we're moving. Um, all of those things are, I mean, think about it, moving, you're uprooting 
their you know their entire lives right. set of friends and everything and I've, right. I've been through this i've walked my kids through this that is not a i mean that's huge mm-hmm. we we dealt with the ramifications of that for years right um because it's such a major life change and these are just typical life stuff these aren't right. like hugely traumatic world events but it is that event for them that can cause feelings of unsafe insecurity all of those kind of time of things and, and the list goes on and on yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's every every week there's something you know like like that it's labeled as unsafe right you know anything that really falls under that category where it's inconsistent yeah you know anything that um that falls into the unknown you know um the uncertainty of things um always points to this feeling of unsafe because we can't rely on this anymore right you know right um you know things things are consistently changing and that means that and because i don't know what they are or Mm -hmm. what they're going to change into when the next one is coming mm -hmm, i i i can't adjust accordingly yeah you know um so scary yeah so scary well so as parents then i'm faced with the responsibility of keeping my kids safe and feeling safe and a world that is doing everything it can to make that impossible um and just life in general right um as parents we tend to push back on that as hard as we can because we want to do everything we can to keep our kids safe and feeling safe and so a lot of times and I've, i've seen this in my own life i've seen this in so many parents our tendency is to try to kind of hedge our kids off <laughs> from all of that as much as possible. And, you know, when our kids come to us and they're dealing with things <laughs> or, or they even voice like, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of worried about this or I'm stressed about this. Mm-hmm. And, and so often as parents, our well-meaning tendency is to, to kind of say, Oh, you don't, don't worry about that. Right. You don't have to worry about that. Right. Um, and that is, um, again, that's very well-meaning. We want to, mm-hmm. we want to, Oh, you know, that is, that's, adult problems, you're mm-hmm. a kid, you, you shouldn't have to worry about that. So don't worry about that. Right. Um, we, cause we want to let them know that we've got it. Right. We got this. You, you just don't worry. Just go play. Right. <laughs> and there's, go be a kid. There's a half truth there. Like we're not called to worry. Right. But we are called to know in a sense what yeah. to do. You know, we are called to prepare accordingly. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, I think that gets lost there, mm-hmm. you know, like out of a desire to repair feelings, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, out of a desire to um, make make them feel a certain way yeah. as opposed to um, actually help them understand and know and then let that understanding, that knowing, you know, um, that preparation adjust their feelings. Yeah. You know, um, so. So I think I think what, what we what we need to talk about is. Um, how our, our our job as parents isn't necessarily to k- keep our kids free from all concern and anything that's unsafe, mm-hmm. um, which sounds really, really counterintuitive. Right. Um, our job is to keep them safe as much as possible. Yes. But also um, we need to help them learn how to navigate it because, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the world and looking what everything is, th- you know, coming our way and yeah. in, in their lives as kids and also what's coming as they become adults, like yeah. this, they're going to deal with challenges. They're going to see these things. Even if we try to hedge them off and protect them, mm-hmm. they're going to pick up on things. Right. And then if they only know a bit of the story, their imagination is going to run wild. And yeah. so it's, it's, um, it's not better to to go, oh, you heard about this? Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Because now they know there's something there mm-hmm. that you're protecting them from, which I, I don't know. Like for me, that makes me even a little more curious about, right. okay, how bad is this thing, right? right? exactly. Um, so as much as we want to take those things off our kid's plate and say, oh, don't worry about that, mm-hmm. um, that's not necessarily the best response all no. the time yeah. um, because it doesn't make them feel safe. Right. Like right. It's, 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 it's not the solution to that. So what is our job? As parents, what is our job <laughs> and what is not our job in well, terms of keeping our kids safe and making our kids feel safe? Well, you're the, you're, you're the parent. So. Right. I, was, yeah, I thought you were going to say expert. And I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so I will, I will say this. It is not our job to keep our kids free from all harm. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's, you know, responsible and irresponsible ways of interpreting that. Mm -hmm. Um, Do I let my kids play in traffic? No. No. Um, But I also don't wrap them in bubble wrap every time they leave the house. Like it's, it's not a matter of, I just, nothing ever bad needs to happen to my kid. That's my job. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a reality. That's not a realistic expectation. And that's not in the Bible. No, it is not. Um, At all. Yeah. If, if our job is to 
parent the way God parents us, then I think we need to look at how, how does God treat us? Does he protect us from all harm? No. That's not been my experience no. at all. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. So what does he do? Right. He gives us and prepares us and provides us with every, you know, every ounce of truth. It, like, it lets us know of his character and the consistency of who he is. Yeah. You know, and um, provides us his wisdom on how to deal with those things. Exactly. Yeah. And walks through it with us. Yes. Like, it's not on us. Right. But it's also not just on him. He doesn't protect us from all harm. No. Um, there's scriptures that you could point to that I think are misinterpreted mm-hmm. um, that, would, that would seemingly say that, like God has plans to prosper you and, right. and all of that. Right. But that's not a l- lack of difficulty in your life. That's no. not what's being promised. No. Um, not but, at all. It's actually saying like, even in the midst of that. Right. If you look at when that was written, right. it was like, hey, while you're in a really, really, really good, terrible circumstance. Exactly. <laughs> check this out. God's yeah. still going to use it for yeah, you. Yeah. You know? So... <laughs> so it's not to keep them from harm. It's no. to make them feel safe in the midst of difficulty, in the right. midst of trial, in the midst of uncertainty. How can they still feel a semblance of safety mm-hmm. and security, even when they know that the world isn't secure, isn't safe all the time? Um, and so there's some things that we can do as parents. There's some things that we can help them navigate. And one is to provide as much consistency as possible. Um, right. Kids absolutely do need Consistency. Um, I mean, they like routine. They like to know what's expect to what to expect. They like to know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we do kids programming at church, we don't really change up the flow. Right. We don't change up the order from week to week because it would be chaos and confusion, and they'd mm-hmm. be all over the place because they like to know, like, oh, now is when we do this, and then we do this, and then we do worship, and then we go back to small group. Mm-hmm. Like, they like that flow, and so if we change it. We're going to keep it the new way. We're not going to keep changing it because they like that sense of mm-hmm. consistent. They need that sense of consistency. And so right. as parents, we can provide some of that. Um, not all the time, obviously. We can't, we can't make everything routine because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just life doesn't provide for that. Right. Um, but there's things that we can say, we, we, we do this thing mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah. And that can be, you know, let's family dinners. Wait, hey, we we eat family family dinners. We eat at the table. We don't eat in front of the TV. We you know we have a family dinner. We sit down and we talk. And um, it might not even be their favorite time of day, but we do it. We and it's consistent, so they know that's a thing. And even if you can't do that every day because work or activities get in the way of that, right. having specific nights of oh, it's it's Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. We do family dinners on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. You know, like like just having that as a something you protect and something you keep consistent will right. help them feel like okay, there's. There is a sense of predictability mm-hmm. in my life. There's a thing I know to expect this. Right. And it happens 99 times out of 100. There, are, there will always be exceptions, mm-hmm. but it's, it's consistent as much as, as possible that we have to protect and maintain. Right. Um, so providing consistency is, is a, wherever we can um, within our control, being able to do that for our kids, helping them to know what to expect right. um, can, can help them out a lot. Yeah. Um, another thing we can do, and this is this is a big conversation um, in and of itself, is when they're exhibiting the symptoms or the signs that maybe they're dealing with anxiety or stress, um, or even if they vocalize it and they they are panicked and worried, and they're tell you they're worried about this or stressed about this, um, it's really important to validate their feelings, mm-hmm. um, to allow them to express how they're feeling openly and honestly. Right. Um, is the best thing you can do in that moment. Hmm. Um, I think well-meaning parents, and I've I'm totally been guilty of this, is when they, you know, if it, if one of my kids comes to me and says I'm worried about this and or stressed about this or I'm I'm afraid of you know X Y Z. Well, don't be afraid of that. That's that's not a big deal. No. <laughs> that can be my response, and I'm trying to say like, mm-hmm. hey, you're blowing this out of proportion. Mm-hmm. But what I'm really saying is stop feeling how you're feeling. Right. Um, which is not actually helpful. Right. Um, and again, I, I do this all the time. I'm really guilty of this. Uh, it's something I'm working on, but, but you're invalidating what they're feeling. And they, they translate that. Like there's, they know what you're saying behind what you're saying. In, yeah. in that specific moment, in that specific case, that's all they hear. Right. Um, that it's bad for you to feel that way. Um, that these feelings are not tools God gave them to realize that there's something going on. Yeah. You know, which is the reality of the situation. Right. Now, 
does it point that they should be feeling that way? Does it point to truth? No, right. not always. Sometimes it points to a lie mm-hmm. that they're tied to mm-hmm. and they're basing their life on. Right. Um, they're basing their decisions on, you know, um, but the, the fact that they're having these feelings is demonstrating that something's going on inside that needs to be addressed, yeah. that needs focus and attention, yeah. you know, um, and, and I think you're 100% correct, like letting them know, like, yeah. if, if you're feeling this inside or if you're noticing something, mm-hmm. we're providing an environment where you can speak up, yeah. where you can bring this to me, yeah. you know, um, or if you see something happen, vice versa, mm-hmm. which has, which happens too. Right. And, and when, you're, when your response is consistent, when they know that you're going to respond that way, um, again, you're providing that sense of consistency. Yeah. Um, especially in character and safety. Yes. Like you're making them feel like, yes. like it's a cliche, like this is a safe space, mm-hmm. like that, that mentality, but, but right. that really is like right. communicating that to right. them. And that's, and this is the biggest thing that parents come to me about is like, I want my kids to like, to talk to me, to yeah. tell me what's going on. Well, when you tell them they're not allowed to feel a certain way, <laughs> yeah. they've already learned You've already taught them not to right. do this, well, not to continue. In my mind as a teen, I'm going, well, I do feel that way. So, right. And now you're telling me I shouldn't. So now I feel bad that I feel that way, but I still yes. feel that way. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not able to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a scary place to be. I mean, yeah. for both people. Right. Because neither one realized it's happening, which right. is why we're saying like sometimes an outside source helps point it out. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and like you said, like a lot of times it is tied to a lie. It's, it's not like, even though it's valid that they're feeling the way they're doing, right. the way they're feeling, it right. isn't necessarily, they don't necessarily have a good reason for it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes as, as parents, we don't realize we're kind of shortcutting that, that conversation and going like, oh, well, don't worry about that. Like yeah. that, what we mean by that is, oh, it's okay. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about that. Right. Um, but what, you're bypassing walking them through that process yes. of realizing like, oh, this is, this feeling doesn't really tie to anything real yeah. yep. that I, that I need to do anything with. This is just, you know, whether it's irrational fear or, right. you know, looking for control in wrong places or, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, they, they need that process of walk of you as a parent walking through that with them rather than just saying, oh, well, don't worry about that. Yeah. So. I know we didn't include this in here, but I think it's important to, to say that the way that looks like is usually, well, conversation has to be had where you're asking questions so that that can be unraveled, you know, so yeah. that, that, you know, your, your kid knows and sees that experience yeah. and you're not giving them the answer. Right. Um, that's become like, it's unraveling right. before their eyes so that they know how to do that when you're not there. Cause mm-hmm. that's the whole goal. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, teaching them the steps, yeah. um, how it happens in you. Absolutely. So, well, because uh, again, we can't assume that our kid's going to know what these feelings are tied to. Yeah. Where um, they do that. Sometimes they do yeah. maybe if they're like an older teenager, but as a, you know, six or seven right. year old, right. there's no way they're going to connect the dots. And right. so regardless of age, when they're feeling a certain way or acting a certain way, mm-hmm. that's, that's born out of whatever feelings of insecurity. Right. You're exactly right. It mm-hmm. is ask questions like, okay, but you're feeling, it seems like you're feeling this way. Is right. that, is that how, is that kind of how you're feeling? Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little more? Right. And then start to ask questions to help them, mm-hmm. like you said, learn that process of digging in and going, what is this, t- what is this even tied to? Mm-hmm. When did, you know, when did you notice you started feeling this way or what, right. what, what seems to bring it on? Or when do you feel like this more? Right. What, what setting are you in? Like you're helping right. them mm-hmm. have this method of, yes. I'm feeling away and it's making me act away, but I don't know where it's coming from. But now I'm learning how to actually dig into that and get to the root cause on my own, which is, man, that's an invaluable tool. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh man. You know, there's a lot of adults that don't know how to do that. This is is probably why. Yeah. Um, And I think just be, be true to the conversation. Yeah. You know, don't, don't assume that you know exactly what the feelings are tied to. Yeah. You know, leave room for the Holy Spirit to guide you and figure out what it is. Right. You know, and so it, you might think it's tied to one thing. And as you're asking questions, you leave room and the Holy Spirit might tell you it's not that at all, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and, and, and we can sense when um, you're in a conversation and the person you're talking to is already five steps ahead of the conversation. Right. You know, um, when that's not happening, when your heart is in a posture of like, I'm humble and I'm here and I'm choosing to be humble mm-hmm. because of what it does to our relationship. 
um, it grows the relationship. It yeah. provides that safe environment because now you're not somewhere so far off that I can't reach you. Right. But instead, you've come meet me where I'm at. You're accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can we're figuring this out together. Yeah, for sure. You know. So I think it's vital. And I think I mean again, this we talked about kind of the the paradigm of how do, how does God treat me like, oh, as, yeah. as, as my parent, right? Like yeah. what, how does he walk me through this? And the biggest thing we talked about this is looking at the Psalms. Yeah. And these are prayers and songs right. to God that a lot of them are beautiful and poetic yeah. and right. flowery. And uh, <laughs> even more of them are brutal and yes. raw and right. ugly and, um, incorrect i I could even say in in a sense that like you have people saying like god you have completely abandoned me where are you which isn't true but that's exactly how they feel that is that is their reality that's how they feel and and what you don't see is god going don't say that right like you you god allows them to hmm. experience and wade through those feelings right it's in scripture for yeah. a reason, like it's, yeah, it's scripture. Yeah, those things were included. They were right. not. They were not like edited out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you want, I mean, I recommend parents just check out Psalm eighty-eight or yeah. Psalm thirty-nine, and then jump on the whole other side of it and check out Psalm one thirty-nine. Yeah, and you'll see, like, oh my gosh, you know, and like I have freedom here to mm-hmm. be open, mm-hmm. to be transparent, mm-hmm. to be truthful about what's going on in my heart, so right. that God can assess it. Right. You know, and, and he can help me like mm-hmm. so many of those Psalms are, you see this flow. They start one way. They start like, right. my life is so dark and I wish I could just die kind yeah. of mentality. Right. And through the course of the Psalm, they get to this point of, but I know that you are with me, God. Like yeah. I know, like, and so you see the, the, the path right. even within that, that short amount of time. And mm-hmm. that's because we need that we need the process. Right. And so if we need that process and God gives us that, that's, that's a great blueprint for helping our kids navigate the, the extreme mm-hmm. big emotions that they are dealing with right. as they're dealing with them. Yeah. It gives you freedom to be real and true, mm-hmm. which is what you want anyway. That's what parents are asking for. Yeah. You know, you don't want your, your kid ever to hide something from you. Right. Then don't encourage them to hide how they feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't encourage them <laughs> to hide yeah. um, who they're tempted to be yeah. based on their feelings. You know, um, uh, provide an environment where they can share anything and everything, you know, where they can be real. And that happens when we do that with God, mm-hmm. <laughs> when that's our relationship with God. Yeah. You know, when we find a security, the safety um, that we, we get when we bring all these things to God, yeah. um, when we're transparent to the Lord, then we're not afraid to provide that environment for others. Right. You know, we know what that environment looks like right. and we can allow that to happen in our homes. Yep. Absolutely. And that, and that brings us to a good point, which is we as parents have to kind of dive into how we deal with uncertainty. Right. Like we, we want our kids to be able to deal with it well, which means <laughs> we need to look at how we deal with it. Yes. Um, because as parents, we, we struggle with the same things. Yeah. Um, and we, we tend, again, those three, you know, fight or run or hide, like we, we have those same, right. they look different, but we have the same tendencies, mm-hmm. um, of looking at how I've dealt with uncertainty in my life right. in the moment. How did I deal with it? Right. Was it healthy? Was it, um, was it a good process that was like, I was walking through it with God or was it full on panic mode, scrambling for a semblance of control yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Oh um, my goodness! I, uh, I I don't I don't like thinking about that, <laughs> right? But it's important that we do because we deal with it mm-hmm. in all sorts of ways, good and bad. Yeah, and you're gonna see like you're gonna see it translate into your home. Yeah, you know you you'll see you'll see the ways they connect. You know when mm-hmm. you when you see how you, your relationship with the Lord impacts your relationship with the people closest to you. Yeah. It, encourages you in the biggest way to really invest in your relationship with God because man oh my goodness now it doesn't just affect me it affects every aspect of me and the things that I get to do experience with those around me for sure you know so and and what we realize because we as parents we talk about you know all the responsibilities we have and we have to provide for our families and you know we have mortgages to pay and a job to do and all you know all all of the, the things that, that we have to do and the things that can cause us to panic are you know losing things do i lose my job do i lose you know my 401k is in the tank right. you know all of these kind of things that can that can cause us to to panic and and what we can what we need to wrestle with is 
what are we looking at for a sense of control? Is it, is it those things? Mm-hmm. Is it my 401k? Does that give me the sense of, of calm, the sense of peace, the sense of security, knowing that I have that nest egg? Right. Is it the job that I have that I know I have a steady income and I know I'm going to be able to pay the bills and I've done the budget and I know the ins and the outs and, mm-hmm. and it'll work? Or is it the one who provides for me? Right. Is that where I get my sense of, of safety? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're always learning from us. Like, yeah. well, I'm not a parent, but you know. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Like, they're consistently learning um, from what's going on, you know. And if they're looking for um, consistency, the second they see it, they're tied to it. Yeah. You know, um, why do you think p- people love YouTube so much? Well, because they know a new video is going to come up the very next day or the right, very next second. Right, right. Like they know it's, it's always going to be there for nothing's <laughs> going to shut. It's not, that's not going to shut down. Yeah. You know, the, the things that don't shut down are the things that they're, they surround themselves with. Yeah. Um, what areas are you shutting down in? You yeah. know, what areas uh, is your character not reflecting that of which, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, it, it is attracted that of which demonstrates God's character. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the best way of fixing that is focusing on your relationship with the Lord. Right. Which means, you know, if I have that sense of security that comes from a relationship with God, and I know he's going to take care of me, right. that might not always look the same. No. And that will change, and, right. and, and that's okay, And I, because I'm not dependent on the things that he's providing for me. I'm dependent on him. Um, once we have a, at least a, a, an understanding of that, and we're seeking that, I mean, we're never perfect at that. You know, it's <laughs> never going to happen, but, right. but we can we can strive for that and 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 attain that to some degree on a regular basis. Yeah. If, we're, if we're able to do that, that allows us to do maybe the most important thing we can do for our kids yeah. is to open our world to them and say, watch. Right. This is what it looks like. This is how to deal with mm. the insecurity, the mm. instability of life, and everything that could possibly go wrong mm-hmm. that I don't even know about without pressing the panic button yes. because I'm not panicked right. because that's not where I get my sense of security from. Yeah. Um, that is probably the biggest thing we can do for our kids. Oh my goodness. Um, yes. The, you know, to, to flip it around, you know, if the worst thing I could do for my kids is tell them not to worry about something that they know they should worry about kind of right. thing. Like, like if, if, if I've been at, you know, at home, if I've been talking about, oh, things are crazy at work and they're laying people off and I'm not sure what's going to happen next. And, and, and if I'm saying that at home, they've overheard that they right. know it's there. Mm-hmm. And so if they come to me and they're kind of feeling out like, mm-hmm. you know, dad, are you okay? And my response is, oh no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're, we're going to be okay. It's probably nothing. Right. Like we're, we're, there's the lack of transparency right. of we're not, we're, we're bypassing an opportunity to show them what it looks like to wade through all of that instability right. to deal with it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think a lot of, we don't realize this, but like, <laughs> what are you teaching them in that moment? Yeah. What kind of, <laughs> when they grow up, you know, and these things happen and let's say they don't worry about it. Yeah. Then they're going to be the ones that when they don't have a job, it's okay. Yeah. You know, they're going to be the ones <laughs> when the things that happen in the world that should be addressed, yeah. that should be dealt with. They're just going to bury it. They're going to bury it. You yeah. know, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about that. Right. It's you not know? okay. It's just, I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to pay attention. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I, I don't need to, <laughs> yeah. you know, and where are they learning that from? Yeah, yeah. You know, and a lot of our world is like that. Yeah, You know, absolutely. like we, just, we've caught that. We kick it down the road and yeah. we'll deal with it then. Yeah. And yeah. Or, or we allow someone else to. Yeah. Um, but the reality is with our kids, if, if, if on the flip side of that, if, if I'm dealing with, let's say that same scenario, mm-hmm. like let's say I don't know if I have a job on Monday because, right. well, the economy is bad and they're laying people off, whatever. <laughs> um, I can try to tell my kid that it's nothing. Or I could say, yeah, things are a little wild at work, and there's a lot of people struggling right now, um, but we'll figure it out. Right. I, I, I know that if this happens, God will provide something for us. God loves us. He's, a, he's in our midst. He's involved in our lives, and he knows that we need things, and right. he will take care of us. And so while I don't know what this particular set of circumstances is going to look like, mm-hmm. I know that it's going to end okay. I know that right. we'll figure it out together as a family. 
Mm-hmm. We'll love each other. We'll support each other. We will, we, you know, we can make do with less if we need to, like we have, mm-hmm. we have ways of making things work, but ultimately we know that God is our ultimate source right. of, of provision, not this job. Yeah. And so <laughs> now we can do that at varying levels based on their age. There's a level of appropriateness that you go into or don't go into based <laughs> right. on, based on right. a lot of things, but, but striving for that sense of transparency of, of saying like, yeah, I'm dealing with mm-hmm. stuff. Right. And that's okay. Right. And I'm and I'm not panicked. Mm-hmm. And I'm you know I'm 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 a little stressed. I'm a little like oh, okay. I don't. This could be a rough few months or you know whatever. It's also yeah. that that peace within the the midst of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what an example for our kids to, right. to say. Oh, then it's okay if I go through turmoil mm-hmm. because. I saw my parents do it. I saw them deal with it. If if we if if I saw my parents bury it, and they always pretended like everything was fine, then when I'm an adult, um, if I feel panicked, mm-hmm. that feels wrong because you're not supposed to feel that. You're supposed everything's supposed to be fine. Why don't yeah. I feel fine? And and we've taught them the wrong thing. But we right. can teach them how to have peace and security in the midst of turmoil, yeah. which is good because we're always going to have <laughs> turmoil <laughs> right. somewhere. It's just part of it, man. Yeah. It's so I think, I think that's the biggest thing is just letting our kids in to our world and wa- yeah. and navigating together. And that means, you know, talking with them about their emotions, but right. then also that's a two-way street, allowing them to see into mm-hmm. you, how you deal with times of right. increased stress and insecurity and, and inconsistency right. and, and yet be okay mm-hmm. not a not a fake oh it's okay but a real like but we're gonna get through this because god's right. god's here kind of right. kind of thing yep it's so valuable man this yeah. is like this is it this makes yeah. <laughs> makes all the difference it's and, and it's all about relationship i mean there's no easy answers to that and mm. the the tough times don't go away but realizing that that we can we can demonstrate um yeah and that also brings us like it develops our relationship right. with them at the same time yeah so i think that's so valuable i think if it gets to simplify it you know, ask yourself, is what I'm doing allowing, opening a door for relationship? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. keeping, keeping them out mm-hmm. is what kind of relationship is that? Yeah. Conversations, like not having a conversation or pushing things away. Mm-hmm. That's not a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Everything we're doing is teaching our kids something. <laughs> right. So what are we teaching? Them? Right. Exactly. It's not what are we teaching them? It's what are we teaching? Them? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. So. Cool, awesome, man. man. This is good stuff. I really appreciate this conversation. Yeah. And it's also like for me as a parent, it's one of those like, I know this stuff. <laughs> I should do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just, it's a really good reminder to, awesome. to how important these, these conversations, these relationships are.